Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans Podcast with host David Sharman and Chris. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we is on week seven. The Jets got whooped 24 to zero. Uh, Chris, I'm going to start it off with you. Uh, how terrible was the game? <laughs> well, from an offensive standpoint, it couldn't get any worse than what we've seen, obviously, getting shut out. I mean, the offense just looked miserable. I mean, and we heard we were going to see more of Pirine, uh, and obviously we only seen, I think he got seven carries, 27 yards, so that wasn't much. Um, Flacco looked like he did not want to be there, and I don't blame him, but, <laughs> I mean, that guy's horrible. Uh, interception, no touchdowns, obviously, sacked three times. I mean, and we, we did get Perryman back. We got Vincent Smith back. You know, so I, uh, we thought, oh, maybe this offense could get going a little bit. We're not asking for a lot. We're just asking for a little bit. But, um, you know, Perryman didn't really get going either. Four catches, 62 yards. Crowder, his usual, seven catches. Right. Um, but the offense was – Hey, Chris, before you keep going, uh, is it true that Flacco got sacked with uh, the loss of 26 yards? Yes. At one point, yes. <laughs> he just kept going back. He kept going, running back, running back. I'm like, where's he going? Wow. Throw the ball away. But uh, I, the one thing, I, I'm not saying they played well. <laughs> the defense, they, they didn't play well, but they didn't play horrible. They were like, okay. You know, like if the offense was scoring points, I, they, they would have been in the game, obviously, and I, they might have had a shot to win because the defense, you know, caused a couple of turnovers, two interceptions. They had a couple of sacks. You know, Bryce Huff got his first sack, which is great. Maybe we're going to see more of him, hopefully. Um, Avery Williamson played a great game, 11 tackles. Um, so, I mean, the defense played okay. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not giving them too much credit, but they played okay. Um, only giving up 24 points, but um, it was just but, an awful game. I mean, it's, yeah, to, 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 kind of, to kind of bolster what you're saying, like, um, the defense played actually played okay, and and to show you how okay they played, right? They they held my right Chris Patrick to just 100 and, <clears throat> 191 yards, but because they were put in position where the Jets, how long did the Jets go without a third down conversion, where they were three and out? Like it was so ridiculous the field the position that the Right. I don't think they got a, they, a third down conversion to the fourth until quarter. The fourth neither quarter, did Miami right. either. <laughs> yeah, and and that's what I was trying to say. You know, is you could say you could say partly it's because uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick had one of his games where he was uh, Fitz, Fitz tragic. You know, um, but but you could also say that the defense were giving them were pressuring him and and stuff like that also. So there was a lot there was a lot of this stuff going on that was um, that was you know, hindering the defense from doing well because the offense wasn't taking off they, because so the field position was bad for the Jets. So um, for the for the defense, but at the same time, like you said, you can't really praise them because Miles Gaskin was averaging 5.1 yards per carry. So, you know, how, how are you going to, you're going to praise that? You know what I mean? So, so they, they, they did some things good. You saw a little bit of life, but I think it was more on the fact that Miami wasn't playing well at all than the defense was playing well. So I kind of agree with you um, on the whole thing. You, you know, it, the, it, um, the, the third down efficiency, the Jets were two 
for 17 and Just, the, oh the Dolphins were one for nine. So, <laughs> so there that, you go. That's, that's crazy. Wow. And we, held, and we had the ball for more time too. <laughs> yeah, um, um, that, that, I mean, uh, uh, Flacco was horrible. I mean, oh. I mean, holy crap! You know, you, 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 you talking? This is this is our quarterback, man. Like, this is bad. You know, you know, it, he, he, as a as a guy that that um that been in the league as long as he has, you would think that he would be able to be a little bit more uh, well, what's the word I'm looking for? More efficient. You know, he didn't make so many mistakes, so many misthrows. I think, I think, um, I think his, I think his, uh, his weapons didn't really show up for him. But even when they did, he couldn't get them. You know, he couldn't get the ball out. The, um, he held the ball too long at times. Uh, there was, there was a lot of things that was that was going against him. But on, 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 he was not. He definitely was not good at all. Not even close. <laughs> You know what? I, I would love to see the Jets. I, I would love to see Gase give up the play calling, right? Because obviously it, nobody could do worse at this point. You know, I don't care what the next guy does, but give the play calling to whoever you want to give it to. But let's just for one game in the year and almost half now that he's been the head coach to actually see him be the head coach on the sidelines. I'm tired of him just looking at his, his friggin' play call sheet the whole time even when the defense is on that's all he's looking at he's not talking to his quarterback he's not talking to his his offense or his defense no nobody he's talking to nobody but himself you know and i'm tired of seeing that that this just shows me he's he's not a good head coach he's not a good leader and and the thing and the thing about it yeah i agree with you i agree with you about that i think it shows that he's not um he's not connected enough with the team on the whole, you know, because if you're busy being a coordinator and I think, and I think I don't want to say this and I'm actually kind of uh, uh, saying something that uh, Jimmy Johnson said verbatim on Fox uh, pregame. I think it was on, on Sunday. Um, He was saying how basically what, what the deal is, is as a coordinator, your head is more about uh, what the defense is going to show you, how you're going to game plan for what looks, what positions you're going to put each player into to make their game better and stuff like that. So you're thinking of all this stuff and you don't have time to manage all the critical parts of the game. And that makes so much sense. I mean, I don't think you need to be a foot, a football uh, uh, a coaching savant to kind of uh, uh, bring that up, you know, that to me, that makes all the sense in the world. You know, um, you have to be able to be the one to manage, manage football game. So, you know, there, there'll be times because of the plan you have for the team on the whole, there'll be times then you could make, because of the way the game is going, you could tell the offensive coordinator, man, listen, can you like, you know, run the ball here instead, you know, because I think it's best for us, you know, um, um, case in point, there was a there was a, the Titans game. Um, I think the management, the time management of the Titans game with uh, with Vrabel, where there was a thing. I think Vrabel basically made um, brought um, sent a twelfth man onto the field 
uh, and everybody's looking at him like he's crazy. But what he want, he didn't have, he wanted to manage his timeouts. So right. he basically forced a five, a five yard penalty to stop the clock without having to either spike the ball, which you lose a down or call one of his timeouts, which either he didn't have or he didn't want to use at the moment. Right. That that's brilliant. But that's when you couldn't do <laughs> right when you when you're not coordinating or you or you basically cre- um, having an eye for the game on the whole, you get to um, do things like that. Unfortunately, you know exactly. It's true. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I'm so happy I didn't watch the game. I was at a baby shower, so please excuse me. Um, maybe next week I could just watch <laughs> watch it. Um, so let's go to the quick preview of the Bills. Um. Uh, uh, will we see more of what happened at week one or will we get a different result and what's our predictions? <laughs> the, the bills is the bills is still the bills. I think, I think, uh, uh, Josh Allen has had a couple bad games, but even when he's bad, he's better than any answer we have for anything he does. We still can't stop the run. We still can't completely contain. We still can't cover. And even now, there's a little bit of more energy up front. I think the pass rush looks a little bit better. But, you know, uh, until that starts uh, bearing fruit, you know, uh, what, what can we, you know, what can we really um, get from uh, a, what was the score? 24, nothing drubbing or whatever the hell we got. You scored, we, uh, the point was, you know, um, I, think, I, think, um, I think it's the one, the more of the same, man. I, I think that team is cut, cut above us. You know we're 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 one of we're the worst team in the NFL at the, at this point, and with the only competition we have is probably the Dallas Cowboys. And even as bad as the Cowboys are, they're not even in our class when it comes to bad. So, you know, until I see something different coming up coming out of the Jets locker room, man, more of the same. I think it's going to be a slaughter, and the Bills have lost two straight, so you know. Yes they're going to come out on fire because they don't want to lose three straight, especially a game to us. So, you know, they're going to want to kind of get back on the winning track and get back in gear because, you know, their schedule is going to obviously get tougher after us. <laughs> I mean, they'd be playing a high school team would be better, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to be the a carbon copy of what we've seen. I can't see it getting any better. Um, unfortunately, Donald started to practice a little bit this week. So I don't know if we'll see him by Sunday because they said he was going to be on a pitch count, you know? So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, if Sam's not there, we have absolute no shot with Sam there. We have, we still have no shot, but at least I would like It'll- to see Sam start to play and to see what he could do with, with Perryman out there, you know, with Vincent Smith, with this offense, maybe getting everybody back, you know, would, would be better even if we seen Beckton out there too. But um, uh, it's probably going to be the same, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think. long story short, uh, I'm going to – my prediction for the game will be maybe, oh, Lord, I think 34 to 3. <laughs> uh, yeah. Josh Allen had a horrible game against the Chiefs uh, and against the Titans. He got a lot – he got a lot more to do. So, yeah, that's about it. Uh, let's get them 31 to McCarthy and the Cowboys. Um, they just not doing too good. Uh, 
Charmin, what 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 is going on with the Cowboys and and what 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 did the play what did it mean by the players and the the coaches was unprepared? This is this is what happens when losing when you start losing, you know when 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 you win stuff when you're winning as a team. You never. Hear. I mean, a lot of a lot of stuff a lot of gets swept under the rug. People ignore a lot of things. You know, everything is great. You know. But when you start losing, you start questioning everything and everything bothers you. Every little thing bothers you and stuff like that. It is ridiculous that they're coming out publicly and saying this stuff. If you have an issue with the way the coaches are coaching or, or anything, uh, we've said it over and over again. Uh, Jerry Jones has always had an open door policy, even, even at the um, detriment of his coaches. So if you have an issue with the coaching, go to the owner and tell him. Instead of going going in the public and, and saying all this stuff, go to the owner if that's what you want to do, which I don't recommend because I wouldn't do it. Go or go to the coaches and tell them, you know, I think we should do this and I think you should do that, you know, or you know, because that's how that's what, in my opinion, that's what pro football is about. You know, not you know, they, they should be teaching what they need the players to do in the system, you know. So ask questions. Hey coach. You know, I've been doing this and this and this when I see this. What what's what should I do in your system when I see this? You know, shouldn't you be holding yourself accountable too instead of pointing pointing fingers? That's another thing I hate about Dallas Cowboys players. Um, and it's almost like it's been like that for years. You know, it's like it's never their fault. You know, there's always some other crap going on that's causing them to fail. And that's enough, in my opinion, man. That's that's crap. You know, take a, take a, take a responsibility for the fact that you're all just playing like butt cheeks right now. As simple as that, you know. Um, and do better, you know. I, that that's all. But at the moment, man, they they failed miserably at doing better and on defense, which is kind of crazy when you think. They were one of the better offenses in the league last year. And instead of getting help for their defense, they went and drafted a wide receiver. Now, I don't, I don't understand how that's something that you should be doing as a GM, you know, and then acting like that was the best thing you did ever. You know, I saw him and, and, and my son said, oh, yeah, he's one of the best players. And I, I draft. what? <laughs> what are you talking about? You, your defense was allowing a ridiculous amount of points. That's why you couldn't win games last year. You had slow start starts on offense, meaning, meaning you need a spark. You need, you need a spark on defense that would give the ball to your offense a little bit more because your offense is super, super talented, especially at the skill position. Give them what they need. They didn't need another wide receiver. Definitely. You know, so, so, so. Yeah, agree. So you, Right. When you say when you said that before, when people say that before, people were like making fun of them because, you know, CeeDee Lamb is the best. Of course. Yes. CeeDee Lamb is quite a talent. He has almost 500 yards receiving. Does, did that help them win any games yet? No. So so that wasn't their issue. You know, their issue is that is that. And I will say it again. And I and, and I will echo uh, Mark Schlever's words. He's been saying forever, which I totally agree with that. Until the day that that Jerry Jones takes a back seat to his football people in the organization and let them run the organization the way they should, this 
team organization will win nothing. Absolutely. And you know what? And when you look at that team, I mean, the defense is God awful. Yeah. How the, the defensive coordinator has lasted this long. I mean, I get it. Mike Nolan, he's, uh, you know, he's been around a while. So I guess they're, you know, out of respect, but this defense yeah. should not be playing as bad as they're, they're playing. I mean, I know, yeah, they got banged up. They, they did lose, um, they did lose their starting corner from last year. So yeah. Okay. They were going to take a little bit of a step back, but not to be, I mean, they're giving up 30, 40 points a game. I mean, easily. I mean, and now at home too, they're, they're embarrassing themselves. So how they're they- still having, yeah, they're still having issues up front, which, you know, you're like, Oh, you know, I'm um, the one guy that they, they got, uh, what's his name that got injured that tore his Achilles or whatever that happened to him. It, so you're telling me that one guy would have fixed everything across along that line. I'm sorry. No, I don't believe this. You know, you know, um, um, I think and, I think they have they're having major issues up front. Vander Esch was injured, like he's been injured, unfortunately. Um, um, Jalen Jalen Smith is Jalen Smith. He's playing well. The pass rush is not there. Where they're playing, t- they're paying Tank Lawrence a bunch of money, and he's not producing at the moment. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, and on the back end, they have no safety. Their safety is a a non-existent. The, the the one kid, the Diggs kid, the corner, you could see he's pretty good, but that's about it. They, they wow, they failed miserably in the offseason, man, and, and shoring up that defense. And and we also got to remember, too, I mean, they lost Dak for the whole for the whole season now. And I think that's a bigger a bigger problem going forward. I mean, yeah, we thought Andy Dalton would be OK, but as we've seen this week, Andy Dalton is nowhere near what Dak Prescott is. I'm sure oh, we, Andy Dalton will get I, more I thought, we, but, I thought we knew this. <laughs> yeah, no, but a lot of people jumped on, you know, yeah, they'll be fine. Oy. I think Andy Dalton will get better, you know, I mean, as he plays more, but... No, he's not going to play worse than he did. No, he's not going to play worse than he did. Especially you can see the offensive line is not that great in pass protection. Yeah, He was under a lot of duress during that game, and that's where, you know, the ability that Dak has to, to scramble a little bit and to get out of the pocket, you know, shows. And um, that's going to be a bigger issue going forward. I mean, but that defense, something's got to change. I mean, they got to bring someone else in, or maybe there's going to be a trade coming soon. I have no idea. But that defense is just an embarrassment. I just I just want to make one point clear. And I think a lot of people talking about Zeke fumbling the ball twice. I think that's an anomaly more than anything. I think I, I – would you say Zeke is turnover prone? I don't think so. Over his career, I don't think that's what he is. So I think that's an oh, anomaly. He had a bad game. <laughs> yeah, he had a, of course, he had a bad game. But when you have a, when, but this is how, when you build a, a proper football team, you don't, you, you're not, when one player is having a bad game, it's not going to create an issue where everybody falls apart because that one player had a bad game, you know, complimentary football. So if the running back ain't running the ball well and it's turning the ball over, then defense could play better and help the offense get the ball back. But if the defense can't hold up their own, the special teams can't hold up their own, the offense can't hold up their own, the whole team is, all, is done. But that's where the, I think the loss of Dak comes into play because he was such a leader on the team. Yes. You know, and Dalton, you don't know. I mean, I'm not saying he's not a leader, but obviously he's not going to be a leader like Dak, you know, just, just getting on the team anyway. So I think if, if Dak was there, maybe – you know, maybe the team doesn't fall apart like they did Monday night. Like you said, I mean, the team just went, oh, okay, I guess we're done. 
we're not going to win this game kind of <laughs> mentality. But uh, I think Dak would have kept him in the game at least, you know. Yeah, I, I, I see. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, <laughs> my friend, he's a Cowboy fan. Well, my coworker slash friend, he's a Cowboy fan. He was just saying, uh, give Jimmy Johnson, send Jimmy Johnson an edible arrangement. <laughs> have him coach the team. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, none of us expected the Cowboys to play this way. And it's, it's, and it's terrible. It's just terrible. They are terrible to watch. You know, they probably the second worst terrible thing to watch other than us. And I was not expecting this. Uh, it's to the point where the NFC East is just terrible. All four teams are terrible to watch. No disrespect to the Eagles, Chris. The Eagles is getting better. But I'm just saying, they all kind of terrible to watch. And the Eagles, and I still will have the Eagles winning that division until the Cowboys can do something. Now, will they do something on defense? If so, they need to do it now because half of the season is over, you know? So, yeah. So, uh, well, the move's we'll going to be made. Man, this is terrible. If they want, you know what? They should call uh, Joe Douglas. You know, we got a, a, a middle linebacker they could probably use, maybe. Avery Williamson. Maybe yes. the corner, Brian Poole, <laughs> you know? They could, they could if, make a trade. That's what the Jets want to do is start to, you know, start a fire sale. Yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. We will definitely see what happens in the next week or two. Um, let's move along. Uh, Dolphins have named two of the, uh, the starting quarterback over Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick, heart is broken. Uh, Chris, do you agree with this move from the Dolphins and why? Um, I, I don't know if I agree with it or disagree with it. I just thought it would be later in the season for, you know, a number of reasons. First, before the season started, I thought it would be a little longer because just to give the kid a few more weeks to kind of heal up because he did have that serious uh, injury, uh, you know, with the hip and everything. I thought maybe they were going to delay this a little bit longer. Um, that's one. And number two, they're actually in the playoff hunt now. I mean, they're only a, a game out of the wild card, they're a game out of the division lead, surprisingly. Um, so I thought they were going to ride Fitzpatrick a little longer. I mean, Fitzpatrick has been pretty good, too. His 17 starts with Miami, he's been 8-9. and nine. So, I mean, considering, you know, when you hear 8-9, and and it's not that good. But when you look at the team he has, we didn't think they were going to win many games last year. And they surprised mm -hmm. him in a bunch of games towards the end. And now this year, they're, they're playing very well. So... For that reason, I'm, I'm surprised that it was this early. But when you look at their schedule, they had the bye week this week. So I think that had a lot to do with it. And their upcoming schedule kind of uh, goes in their favor, too. Uh, I know they got the Rams next. But after that, they have a couple of easy games. I mean, they could they're kind of easing them in here. Um, I'll, I'll, let me run you off the schedule coming up. They got the bye week. Then they got the Rams. Then they got a tough game, Arizona, no doubt. They got a tough game against the Chargers. But then they got Denver, the Jets, then Cincinnati. So, mm. you know, they got a couple of tough games, but then they got a couple of, I don't say, I hate to say easy games because no game is easy, but, you know, not as tough as those. So maybe that had something to do with the it. The possibility they could win four games. Yeah. I mean, they could still be in this, even with Tua. I mean, depending on how he does, you don't know. Um, but my thing here, this is, this is just my thought. Um, if you remember, before the season started, 
it, during before the draft, I should say, before the draft, the Dolphins tried really, really hard, if you remember, to trade up for Burrow. They tried everything in their power to trade up for him, and obviously Cincinnati said no. So the word now is that the owner pushed for Tua to get drafted by Miami. And this wasn't a GM and this wasn't a coach pick. This was more the owner pushing to draft Tua. So maybe this has something to do with the owner pushing a little bit to say, hey, let's get this kid in there. I want to see him play, whatever. So that normally, might have something to do with it too. Normally I would hate when I, well, normally all the time, I hate when owners get involved in stuff oh, like that. <laughs> you, 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 you allow your, your football people to make their decisions. You don't micromanage their every decision. But I will kind of be on the side of the coaches here. Um, Fitzpatrick has this uh, uh, propensity to go on these wild streaks where he just falls apart. That's part of the reason why he's been a journeyman uh, throughout his NFL career, where he will, he will play these two or three games every year or four games every year where he's lights out and he almost looks like an elite quarterback and could be your leader. And, and, you, and, and, and you, you could be lulled to sleep by that and think that, hey, man, we don't need, you know, we don't, you know, we don't need him to be perfect. We just need him to be okay. But you don't, but you forget, he's still Ryan Fitzpatrick. And he will still throw, a, throw you a two or three interception game when you need him to show up. You know, and and if your team is performing, especially on the level that a lot of that team is performing right now, there's you need a little bit more consistency. And if in practice you're seeing that the kid is is showing really is a lot a lot prom is a very promising, and and you think you could get him to stabilize the performances both on offense and defense, you you give the kid a shot. You know, you give the kid a shot. And and uh, his reaction, in my opinion, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick's reaction was kind of weird for me. Um, you know, he's like, oh, I had to spend all my, my whole day. I felt like I, was, I got fired and I had to spend my whole day with the guy that fired me and the guy that took my job. I'm like, okay, I understand you disappointed in the thing. But, dude, you've been in the NFL for how long? This is a new thing to you? The possibility that somebody drafted your replacement and at any moment they could replace you? I don't understand. I don't understand the, 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 the thing. I mean, I, I would be disappointed. I don't, I, it's not that I don't get the disappointment. It's the, like, he, he, he basically um, um, came out to the reporters a couple times making, making statements like, you know, like he was so mad or he's so hurt. His heart hurts and all this stuff. Come on, bro. Get over it. You're you're an NFL quarterback that's been playing football for for forever, especially that you've not, you've not even been a starter for most of your career. You were you you were a journeyman for most of the uh, your career. You know this day was coming. Yes, probably what like Chris was saying before we started recording. Probably came a couple of games earlier, but it was coming. Ah uh, man, uh, I feel bad for for Fitz. Um, I was expecting lower expectations from you, but you actually performed good enough to put the team in a position uh, maybe to the playoffs. Who knows? Uh, so I'm just going to leave it at that.
Um, let's get a quick prediction on Antonio Brown or what team he's going to. Uh, Adam Shafter reported that Seattle's really looking into him. What if he gets signed by Seattle? What, what do you think Charmin would, would uh, Brown bring to that team? Oh, man. Uh, right now, they have two of the better deep threats in the NFL with um, with Metcalf and uh, what's the other kid's name? I forget his Tyler name. Lockett. Yeah. yeah, Lockett. So now you have a pro, uh, 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 elite route running guy that could like take away, like could give trouble to anybody underneath. And you just, it's almost like a complete, it completes your passing game. It just completes your passing game. You have a guy that could do do that. And not only can he route run to the point where he will, you know, play the underneath game, he could also beat you deep. So you like you just have everything. You this this is just gonna be an embarrassment of reaches in the passing game, in my opinion, if they could do that. But uh let's not forget uh Mr. Brown, yes, got suspended for one issue and he has other multiple issues facing. So we don't know how this is going to work out with the NFL. Um, let's wait and see before we we think that everything is going to be smooth uh, with uh, with his reinstatement. Yeah, I mean, if he does go to Seattle, that would be great. You know, like you said, it's the wide receiver group would probably be you know one of the best, if not the best, in, in the whole league. But, yep. Um, like you said, he does bring a lot of baggage with him, so <laughs> you know. So that could play a part in, in everything. Um, I don't know what other team. Uh, I remember Baltimore being a little bit interested in him too. Yes. Um, uh, I don't know who else would. You know what? Buffalo is in play for, for Bell. So maybe they would be in play for him too. I don't know. Uh, I don't think Buffalo needs needs a, an extra wide receiver. They're fine on wide receiver. Yeah, I don't, but yeah, they got they got they got a nice yeah. little package. Yeah, yeah, Seattle's good with receivers too. But you know what? You add a guy like Brown. Um, that's that's yeah, huge. yeah. But that's the thing. That's the thing. In my opinion, like like if you look at the Bills, the Bills have have the nice. They have the deep threat, who's the elite route runner. You have the the um intermediate guy that that like uh that could run the 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 slants and the get open underneath and 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 get the yak and then you have you have the the just the pure deep threat in in brown and john brown so they have everything they have a you know they have all the ways they could attack you but with seattle they basically just have the two guys you know with a third guy coming in i mean it just completes it you know you know another team that would be intriguing would be green bay Oh wow! Yeah, I could kind of like but, that. Yeah, Devontae that would Adams be crazy. One two punch. Yeah, but yeah, Green Bay. Green Bay is not really known for doing stuff like that. They don't really sign big free agents like that. Remember though, think about the last time Green Bay did anything like that. They they normally stay out of, of that whole free agent stuff. Yeah, like I said, the, the baggage is going to scare a lot of a lot of teams away. Seattle yeah. might bring them in just because they you know they they have a good strong locker room maybe and they're like ah we could handle it. So we'll see. It'll be interesting <laughs> who he goes to. It will be. Somewhere. Yeah, we'll figure out in the next week or two. Uh, let's do a quick uh, week six recap. Uh, start off with the Texans and the Titans in a high-scoring game in overtime. Titans won 42-36. to 36. Yeah, that was a great game. Um, the big thing was that, that two-point conversion at the end. 
everybody was getting on uh, Romeo Cronello about going for the two at the end. Yeah. Um, that would have put them up by nine um, instead of uh, just going up by eight. And they missed it, so they were up by seven. So the Titans, all they had to do was come down and score a touchdown to tie the game, and that's what they did. And then they ended up winning in overtime. So I understand his point, trying to go, trying to, you know, try to kind of kill the game by going for two. But you know what? I would force the other team to go for the two to tie the game. You know, I would have just kicked the field goal, you know, I'm kicked the extra point and go up by eight, you know, and then force the um, the Titans to go down, score a touchdown, and then score on them again, you know, for the the two point conversion. So well, if you de- well, if you know your defense hasn't been stopping them. <laughs> no, you're trying I, to kill I, I get you're that trying part, to go but... for the yeah, you're trying to go for the jugular right there. I get I, it. I don't have a I really don't have a different uh, um, I don't have a a problem with the call, man. If it worked, then nobody would ever say anything, you know. No, but you, you, know, you, you can't force reach, the you know. other team to do that. You know, like you're you're trying to you're putting a lot I think by doing that you're putting more pressure on your team than on their team because now you have to score twice. You know, it's not, I mean, yeah, even with the bad defenses, it's not, it's not super easy to score two touchdowns back to, you know, I mean, a two-point conversion is not a touchdown, but you know what I mean, is scoring twice in a row like that on two consecutive plays. So, you know, a lot of things could happen. You could have a penalty and push it back, and, you know, you're not two yards away from the goal line again. So I, I just think you're putting too much pressure on your own team. I would, if anything, put the pressure on that team. Let them say, "Oh man, we got to score a touchdown, and we got to go for two, just to tie," you know. But but this is what I'm saying, though, Chris. Right? The the touchdown, the touchdown is they have to drive the field for the touchdown. Right. And the and and if you if you're looking at your your the trends in the game as a coach, your your defense is trending downwards. You don't want to put the game in your defense hand because your defense hasn't been doing anything good. When it comes to on in the game, there's no way that all of a sudden magically they would have woken up and stopped the tech the 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 tennis the titans from scoring. They 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 were just they could not stop Henry, they could not stop anybody. No, I know, but and, they were playing you much saw, better. You saw what Tannehill was looking like, man. Tannehill no, no, was looking like the second half. Brady for heaven's sakes. The second half, they played much, much better. Yeah, they right, gave up but, 21 points in the first half. The second half, they up until that last drive. They only gave up seven points, eight points. And this is and and this is what <laughs> I was and and this is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well. Okay. Right. They. Okay. They played better. Let's say that. Okay. The defense played better. I. 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 I always side with coaches that go for the jugular, in my opinion, because because scoring a, a two point a two point conversion, in my opinion, it just ices the game. In my opinion, it just ices the game. So you. So so then you ice the game. And 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 you almost make it impossible for them to come back, you know. Instead of you giving them the shot to drive on you, you know. I think I think I think if I would had to wear it, in my opinion, that's what it is. I don't think. Let me put it this way. No, that's exactly I don't why think they did it. Was, it. I get I don't it. Think but... it was a, I don't <laughs> think it was a bad call, and I don't think it was a. I don't think it, I. I don't. I don't have a like a either way. I you know it, it, to me to me it it would have it's it's a great call. For him to do it if he got it or if he didn't get it in my opinion i i, I don't I, I really don't have an issue with colonel what well, he, he got slammed pretty hard for it for what he did and i yeah. i personally i would have like i said you put the pressure on them to score twice that's that's what my thing because i mean you have to be I, I get it you know but the defense did play much better 
they only gave up seven points up in, or eight points, excuse me, up until that, you know, up until that last drive. So they would, they were doing fine. They were, they were playing very good in the second half. So they obviously had something figured out in the second half. So I don't know. I just, uh, you know, but I understand why yeah, they so yeah, forced to kill it, but you know, Mm -hmm. yeah. shout, out, shout out to both teams for, for a great performance. Um, yeah, hell of a game. Uh, after the 21 0, <laughs> after the 21 0 deficit, uh, the Colts came back and won 31 to 27 against the Bengals. I mean, I mean, the, the Colts have been doing this all season. Uh, they're, they're, they're kind, they, they show flashes of what they could be. And then they kind of fall apart. They're here and there, you know. No, I don't think you could tell. You could tell exactly what they are right now, uh, you know. So um, I don't know, man. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. They're gonna go as far as Rivers. You know, Rivers had a great game: three hundred and seventy yards, three touchdowns. I, I think that's that's where it's gonna come down to because they're gonna play good defense. They have a great offensive line, you know. Do they have the greatest receivers or running back? You know, I wouldn't say that they're not bad, you know, but I, I think it's going to come down to Rivers. Rivers is going to be the, you know, just like this game. He threw for, I don't think we're going to see him throw for 370 yards m much more, you know, because before this, it didn't look like he, he had much left in the tank, but it's one of those games. And Cincinnati's a young team, so they're going to have games like this, you know where they jump out to a big lead and then they're going to give it up, you know, especially on the road. So, uh, you know. Yeah, growing, growing pains for them. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, uh, Falcons. Ooh, beat the Vikings 40 to 23. <laughs> we didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, when the coach get fired and you just change the coach and staff, then there it goes. Uh, sometimes you need sometimes you need what's what going Cousins? on with Kirk Cousins, man. I'm not going for Kirk Cousins no more. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. Three interceptions. Well, you know what? They did play without what's his name, too. Um, they're running back. Still, no excuse because the Falcons was not in the best position, you know, and and yep. the Vikings needed to win that game. And to me, this is this was the end of the Viking season. It's early, I know, but I don't see them going on any kind of run. And they're already now what 0 and six, 0 and uh, 0 and six, five. Five. yeah, 0 and five. So I I think their season is done. No, you know, no, they won one, no, and, five. one and five. They won one game. <laughs> right, I was like, they never buy it. Yeah. So they're one and five. So I, I think they're done. They're four games out of first place. Um, and for a playoff spot, they still got the Buccaneers. They still got a tough schedule ahead. Yeah, I, I think yes, they do. They have yeah. a yeah. They it's it's crazy. It's crazy when it you know. Um, I think I think before the season started, you knew that they would have issues with their secondary because they just uh put it's a, just a bunch a bunch of younger guys, uh, less proven guys there on defense. Um, they took a lot of key pass rushes and and front seven guys they that they let go. So yeah, you know, you you kind of predicted that uh, you could have predicted that there was going to be some kind of issue. What we did not see coming is, and and we and it's kind of ridiculous. I don't want to say we. I want to say me. I didn't see coming is that uh, they were going to be so erratic on offense. 
Um, I, I just don't understand how, well, he is who he is, I guess, at the end of the day. He's, the, he's that, that quarterback because he will, again, another streaky guy. He, Cousins could play like on an elite level on, on any given Sunday. He could give you, you know, sometimes he could even give you two to three games straight where he's an elite quarterback. But he will do these, he'll have these games where he'll throw three interceptions and he'll be all over the place. And you can't, and unfortunately for a guy you're paying all that money, he has to be the bolts that hold your team together, not the hammer that's breaking through everything. <laughs> you know, so this is what mm, it is. It's just terrible. Cook, Cook didn't play. I think that, that had a lot to do with, uh, yes, you yes. Know, you put all the, like yes. you said, if you put Agreed. all of it on Cousins, you're in trouble. You know, with Cook the there. Game, yeah. The game, <laughs> yeah, the, the game plan is run the ball. Run the ball and let, let him do he will give you the three or four throws a game that you would need. He'll be able to do that. But if you ask him to throw the ball, you know, 36 times, so 40, you know, 40 times a game, and he has to make multiple, like 10, 11 really great throws per game, he's going to fail you. Definitely. Mm, well, I'm, well, I'm done. Um, <laughs> Broncos in a shocking, shocking win against the Patriots, 18 to 12. The battle of the field goals, <laughs> but uh, uh, you know what? The Patriots, man, they got serious issues on offense because they got no uh, weapons. I mean, we we seen this last year with with them with Brady, and this year even with with Cam Newton, I mean, they got their receivers are just there's just nothing there, you know, no deep threat, no nothing. Um, so they're gonna have problems scoring points. They're gonna lose a lot of these kind of games, eighteen, twelve. Because they're just not going to score points. Their defense is solid, but um, offense is just not going to score points unless they change things. I don't know what they can do. Cam Newton, Cam Newton going seventeen for twenty-five for one fifty-seven is not the way the team is going to win. This is this is this is ridiculous. If you're going to be if you're going to carry this team as a quarterback, you have to do better than that. Seventeen or twenty-five for one fifty-seven. Two interceptions. It's like, come on, that's a lot man. of short passes. Like that's, <laughs> that's ridiculous. And 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 what is it? Is it, it, like you said, it's part, partly because the, there's nobody that could, that's getting open. But that that but to me, there's something deeper going on there. Is that is that a deficiency in in Cam Newton's game? We've seen Cam Newton do better than this. You know. Um, is it something that coaches on defense seeing that are basically taking away from what um, you know they you know game planning for the for them? If you're forcing them to throw the ball more, or you're taking away the run, run game, or you're taking Cam's feet away, then then they can't do anything to you. If if that's the issue, that means you then you're right, Chris, that they they they're bereft of weapons and people are tagging them for it. I guess. I mean, we've seen this last year, right, with the Patriots. They yeah. weren't scoring a bunch of points last year either, even with Brady. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. <laughs> I think, I Shout out to the Broncos. Maybe they should go after Antonio Brown, but I think they already went down that road, so I don't think they'll do that. Yeah, so I don't, yeah. I don't think that's happening. Yeah, uh, Giants, if they got their first win, uh, 20-19. <laughs> that was another uh, questionable two-point conversion at the end of the game. <laughs> 
I, I give Rivera, I guess, credit trying to go for the two there at the end, but he's another one that got kind of crushed for doing that. Um, but, um, you know, he went for the two and he lost. That's what it comes down to. The Giants looked not good either. <laughs> they made plays, but then they gave up big plays. And then the offense was just the opposite. You know, they made big plays. And then when they had to make the big play to score touchdowns, Daniel Jones is like, I, I don't know what to think of him at, you know, I don't know what to think of him. Uh, he did get screwed a little bit on the, uh, the ball he tried throwing out of bounds. The guy, uh, he was trying to throw it out of the end zone. And um, I can't remember who made the interception, but made a nice catch, but it looked like he landed out of bounds, but they said he was in. So that cost him points right there. But um, my, my issue is what was the game plan? You had Daniel Jones throw the ball for basically for 19 times, 12 for 19, 112 yards. What was the game plan? If you're not going to be throwing the ball that many times, you're going to be rushing it? No, you did not because uh, Devontae Freeman only rushed the ball 18 times. So, you know, so what, so what, so what, you know, what the, what's the issue, you know? Without Barkley, they're kind of, they're, they're kind of screwed on offense because now you got to kind of put the ball in Jones's hand more and he has a problem with turnovers still, so. You know, he threw an inter- he threw one interception, uh, which cost him points somewhere, either th- at least three points right there. Um, and do they have a good enough line to really run the ball with Freeman? You know, I don't know. Uh, not yeah, the of- line. Yeah, the line is not. The line has has been uh, kind of all over the place. I mean, uh, um, uh, the center haven't been uh, didn't hasn't been playing that well. I don't think he's that good of a center, in my opinion. Um, they have, benched, they have, uh, they have certain guys that could play, but that's it. He benched what's his name, uh, Andrew Thomas. First, he didn't that, start the game because I think practice or something like that. And then they, they said he was late for practice. Yes. Yeah. And then they brought him back in, and then they benched him again because he missed a, a block. Yeah. So I, th- that, I, that, I, that's great. That, yeah, yeah, I, that's yeah. <laughs> I like Joe Judge as a as a coach so far. I think he's, I think he's going to be okay. I think it's just a matter of. Daniel Jones, I think, is the one that's going to have the issues. I don't know if he's going to be, you know, I think that he's still uh, an enigma, basically. You don't know if he's the real deal or, you know, or if he's going to be what he is. I will, I will, I think. He's always been questionable since college. Sorry, Sean. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right. (laughs) No, you're right. You're right, Davin. Um, But I think, I think, I think, uh, I think the jury's still out on, on if Joe Judge is a good coach or not. I, if you know you, if you're coming to coach a team, you should know what your quarterback is, and you should design uh, um, an offense around what he is. You know, because let's be real, man. Um, Daniel but you see Jones, a lot of run plays for him, so I, I think they are. Uh, yes, I seven, don't think seven carries, seven carries for seventy-four yards. Uh, That's pretty good <laughs> for a quarterback. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean. I understand that, but at some point you have to stand there in the pocket and throw the ball, man, and complete some good throws. Well, that's what if I'm you saying. can't I don't know as a quarterback. I don't know if he's the one, but I don't know if they're going to give up on him this quick. I think you're going to see him go the whole year because if if he's not the answer, they got nobody behind him. I mean, what do they got? Colt McCoy as their backup? I mean, it is what it is. They're going to have to ride with him, see if he's the they've, – they've already invested a high draft pick on him. A yeah, little because, bit higher than people thought they should have, 
So because you know. for me, for me, um, Darius Slayton is one of the weapons on that team that needs the ball. Four yeah. targets for him is not that to me. That's not enough targets for Darius Slayton. That's ridiculous to me. That's ridiculous. And that you gotta, you gotta do better than giving him the ball, sending, throwing him the ball four times. Uh, to me, that's that's ridiculous. You know, yeah. I, I okay the seven carries for Daniel Jones, fine, but that's better. One of your best weapons on the team, and well, he only throwing the, the ball four times. He was targeted the most, though. Yeah, so Slayton, obviously, four, so, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> four times, four times is the most targets. That that that's ridiculous in my opinion. All right, yeah, that's terrible. Yep. Right. Uh, a sock in a high score. Uh, Ravens thirty, Eagles twenty-eight. Yeah, I was surprised at this one. <laughs> I didn't think it would be this close. Ravens, I, 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 the Ravens to me are obviously they're one of the best teams in the league, but I, I don't think they've actually shown that yet. You know, like I don't think they're. Kansas, obviously, Kansas City beat them, too, at home. So, I, I don't know. We haven't seen the, the balls from what we've seen last year, you know? No, we haven't seen them. We haven't seen them. And is it is that is that uh, them coming down to coming back down to earth, you know, right. in certain ways? I mean, we. I, I think I kind of mentioned that in passing when we were talking about them last year, is that we've seen that kind of running game. You know, especially when uh, their their coach used to be in the uh, with uh, with uh, in the, with the 49ers. we've seen them befuddle um, that kind of offense, befuddle NFL defenses before, and it always comes down to it. It always like comes back down to earth, you know, um, because because basically the quarterback uh, cannot complete the 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 um, the circle for the def- for the offense. Because yes, he's a threat running the ball, but uh, when you're asked on a third and ten, or third and nine, or third and eight, or third and seven to complete the ball, how many times can you do that? You know, and unfortunately, he hasn't been as consistent as he was even last year. He's even worse, in my opinion, than him than last year in, in making those throws when he when he needs to. So, so yeah, there's a little bit of something going on there. There's a little bit of it seems like they they always like rest on the laurels when they're leading. They always let teams back in, which is kind of crazy for a defense that's probably one of the better defenses, especially in talent in the league. So I don't know. I mean, um, there's a lot of things going on there, but they have enough time to get get it together, in my opinion. It's still early in the league league season, and it's still five and one. <laughs> yeah, you know, one loss, so we're talking about them like we're talking about them like they're like the ba- a bad team, but yeah, yeah, no, they're, they're still doing good. It's just that you know they're still like you're waiting for this team to kind of you know start to to look like what they look like last year. But like you said, it might be might be them coming down to earth. It might be them starting off slow. Could be a couple of you know maybe a combination of both. You know, yes, sir. Yeah, shout out to the Eagles though for fighting. Oh yeah, I don't think nobody expected please, the to play the way how they play. Please get off Carson Wentz's. Uh, uh, get leave him alone, okay? Carson Wentz is not might not be a finished product, and he's not all, you know, the the, the world beater everybody wants him to be. But he's not a bum. It is ridiculous though the 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 kind of stuff I hear about this kid. I mean, come on, man, week in a week out, he has. His offensive line is falling apart. He has almost no prominent skilled position players. And he's literally with 
duct tape holding this team together. Leave him alone. And you know what? I was looking at his stat. He is under duress 60% of the time when he drops back. 60%. Sheesh. That is incredible for a quarterback to be under duress that many times. And think about it. Last week, he only had two. He was one of two starters on that offense that lasted at the end of the game. He had the center and he had himself. And that's it. The rest are all backups and backups and backups. They lost Miles Sanders. They lost lost Ertz as well. So Ertz is out for at least three, four weeks. Sanders a week or two. Um, They're getting Deshaun Jackson back this week. They're getting, um, I think Lane Johnson's going to come back. They're going to try. I don't know if he's going to play the whole game. And then uh, their corner, uh, Maddox, is back too. So let's see how they do. But um, thankfully, they got the Giants. So hopefully, you know, they can squeeze out a win against them. They should. Um, Steelers crush the Browns 38-7. to I think eventually oh, man. the Browns are going to have to start looking at uh, possibly changing a quarterback soon. That's crazy. <laughs> even even saying that is ridiculous. You know, oh. I mean, I mean, um, I I was listening to Dan Olofsky talk about a lot of the issues that some of the young quarterbacks are going through, and some of it is is it's just on coaching. It's just on coaching, man. It's just pure. If you know you have a deficient a player. You know, at at something, I think you have to find an answer for him. If he need, if he can't find an answer, you have to find an answer for him. That's what you do as a coach. And the fact that for some reason these guys keep, um, um, they can't get off their first read, which is the issue. He can't see the field, which is another issue. Um, um, you gotta, you gotta, in practice, or in you know, I know there was no training camp, but you know, you gotta try to get him to get off his first read. You know, and he's not, and and I totally, I totally, I totally agree with Olofsky uh, with when it comes to that. Um, right now, right now, he's just stuck on his reads, man. He can't, he can't cycle through them, and that's bad. And and he's basically <laughs> holding back a very talented team, right, guys? That team is very talented. You can't get much more talented than than the uh, Browns' offense. Man, Baker Mayfield, sorry, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> It's so disappointing. He only thrown he only threw the ball for a thousand ninety-five yards so far with a QBR of sixty-seven point nine. Think Dude. about it. They got they have like one of the best wide receiver duos in the whole league, right? Landry and Beckham. Then you got yes. one of the best running back duos, <laughs> right? And they got an all pro tight end to, uh, on top of that. Their line is not great, but they're not horrible. So that off that offensive line is 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 pretty good. Yeah. The offensive so, line is not bad. That's yeah, not, so that's not gotta, the issue at all. The, the, to me, the only issue is with, with Baker Mayfield. You know, I mean, I, but you got to give credit to the Steelers, too. I mean, they got to – their defense is great. I mean, they just showed it yesterday, you know, the Sunday that they definitely got one of the best defenses yeah. in the league. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. But they, they, lose, uh, last they lost Bush yeah. for the year. So that that, yeah, that was that was horrible news for the Steelers. That's another. Yeah, but I think that's for Avery Williams. <laughs> but I think Baker Mayfield got to figure himself out before he'll be riding the bench because there's no way you should be playing like that with with wide receivers. Just like y'all said, with wide receivers, with elite wide receivers. Um, Bears twenty three to sixteen against the Panthers. Yeah, 
the bear the bears are what are they what are they are they five and oh or five four and five and one five and one that's ridiculous man uh um i i for a team that's uh that hasn't figured out their off their quarterback position <laughs> it's kind of funny that they're five and one um the, the the crazy thing is though if all of a sudden their their quarterback stops being efficient and getting them in and out of uh of of, of of uh, possessions, getting them points. That defense is good enough to cause anybody in the league trouble, and and, and that that offense is, is is talented enough to cause anybody trouble. So, so uh, I don't know, man. Is Foles is Foles the guy? Uh, like um, Chris likes to say, he's he's not. He's he's one of those guys that'll come in and give you like two games, <laughs> but that's what he is oh, we'll now. <laughs> he's not. He's not one of those guys that. That'll give you a whole season, but like you said, Chris, yeah, he will. We will see because if he could galvanize that offense, that defense is good enough to to make a run, definitely. And I, yeah. I would be, I would be hell of a surprise. That would be a hell of a surprise in the NFC. Tell you that. Do we start taking this team serious? I mean, and look at their their next their next four games before their bye week. They have Carolina. Oh, I'm sorry, they just play Carolina. They got they're playing the Rams next. Then they got New Orleans. Then they got Tennessee, and then they play Minnesota before the bye week. That's an elite schedule. Yeah. But the scary thing I think I think we need to start looking at is what if the Bears do make the playoffs? And you know how Foles is in the playoff, playoff run. Yeah. We Foles can make that team into a championship contender just because of what Foles does in the playoffs. And I think we really need to keep an eye on on these on these Bears for now. Because if they make the playoffs, this this, this could be a really scary sight. <laughs> yeah, because especially um, at home games. No, you know, what? That, you know, you could just play defense and you have a decent running game. You know, you make a couple of throws. That's that's all you need in, in uh, January in uh, Chicago. You know, it's not going to be nice weather, yeah. so. It's it's big. If they yeah. can get home field for the playoffs, they're they're definitely a dangerous team if they get that far. Definitely. Yeah. Agreed. Lions 34, Jaguars 16. <laughs> I think we know I think we know yeah. I think we know what what both of those teams are. Uh the Jaguars are a scrappy team that will give you trouble here and there, but they're not that they're not a complete football team. And the Lions are deficient in so many different positions, but they have a very talented quarterback and a talented skill position uh, group, which um, if they start running the ball, they could cause people uh, people uh, problems because, uh, um, you know, you start you start inching to um, giving a, a, a packed box to attack that, that offense, that, this, that those wide receivers could uh, elite at getting behind defenses. So um, I think, I think I'm not going to crown them yet. Uh, I don't think, I, I think there's, there's way too much def- deficiencies on that team, especially on defense, but I, it's, they were kind of interesting. I think I would keep an eye on, on, on what they could do. I'm not saying they're going to go anywhere. I'm just saying they, they may, might make a little cup, you know, beat a couple of teams that we don't see them. We wouldn't see them beating normally. I think it's Swift comes around running the ball like he did this week. Um, that, like you said, they, they could definitely be a, a team that you're going to have to watch out for. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs, but you know, I mean, they got Jack, they just played Jacksonville. They got Atlanta next. Then they got the Colts. 
Then they got Minnesota. Then they got Washington. That could be two wins right there. Then you got Carolina. That's a tough game. Houston, you know, and then the, the rest of the schedule is tough. But, you know, like, I said, like you said, man, they could be one of those teams that you're going to overlook one week and then they're going to win a game. And you're like, oh, how did that happen? But I think with, with Galladay, yeah. too, they're, they're a different offense, too. I mean, that guy's yes. – Yes. Yeah, he's, he's elite. He's a yep. wide receiver, yes. Great. Uh, Buccaneers crushed the Packers 38-10. to 10. Surprise of the weekend. I mean, holy. I mean uh, – The two out of three of us, not every one of us. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Which one of us was right? Me. <laughs> Of course. I mean, <laughs> what what's new? But uh, no, no, no. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm just. Uh, Aaron Rodgers turnovers. Uh, that's something we don't see that much of. Um, but um, uh, something as Jets fans we're very familiar with is a Todd Bowles defense, and uh, these kids are very talented. I mean, they they have talent everywhere on that defense front seven linebackers corners safeties got some names that we don't know that are not household names yet but trust me watch those guys play man they could they could ball there's not a lot of there's not a a a, a glaring weakness to that defense actually you know and now they got they get Stephen McClendon in and I mean they, they're very promising and we know what they have on offense I mean, we don't have to talk about that, but but uh, I think I think a lot of what happened on Sunday was uh, a product of the fact that that defense balled out. And that was Rogers' first turnovers of the series uh, season, too. Yep. So, pick six, and that pick six was like the the game changer at the point. At that point, I think they were down. Uh, the Tampa Bay was down ten uh, nothing or thirteen nothing at the time. Ten nothing. I'm yeah. sorry, ten nothing. Ten nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what kind of turned started to turn the momentum the other way. But yes, Tampa Bay, man, if they get healthy, you know, if you got all their receivers playing and if Gronk could stay healthy all year, that's definitely good. And Jones has played great. I think he's the, the leading running back in the league or he's second or something. So he's had a great season too. So that's a, that's a dangerous team. Yeah. A lot of things coming yeah. to fruition for them. Yep. <laughs> This is a bad game for the Packers. Um, what I was about to say. Oh, 49ers in the win against the Rams, 24 to 16. And this was Davin's game. <laughs> yes. I it was a must win for Jimmy G. And Jimmy G did what he had to do to get the job done. Big win. Yeah, that was a big win, man. Um, I did not I did not see the 49ers playing the way they played against the Rams. Um but again, I think that that uh, kudos to Jimmy G, man. Like you said, Devin, I think I think this is why I think people discount what he is and what he can do within that offense. I I, I think that's wrong on a lot of fronts. People, I think he is uh, one of the better quarterbacks in the league. He he is more consistent, especially some, when you look at him. He's more of a consistent throw of the football and understanding where the ball is supposed to go within the scheme and we or within that offense. So I I you know. I, I again, you know, he's not. He, don't let you know. Let's not be crazy and call him elite or anything like that. But he's not a bum or he's not a bad quarterback. He's one of the better quarterbacks in the league, definitely. 
Yeah, shout out to the 49ers for the win. Uh, Chiefs. Chiefs beat the Bills 26 to 17 in the close game. I think it was the score was closer than what it should have been. I thought Kansas City was dominating that game more, you know. Um, especially running the ball second half, it seemed like Hilaire was just running down, you know, had easy lanes to run. Um, running down Broadway. Showed, That's what yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. And they just showed like they're going to beat you every way possible now. If they get that running game going, and then we were talking about it earlier with Bell joining this team, I mean, this is a whew, offensively, and you said defensively too. I mean, they completely shut down the Bills. I mean, Josh Allen had 122 yards passing plus a pick. He did throw two touchdowns, but Diggs was kind of quiet. He did have six catches, but only 46 yards. Yeah. So nothing deep. Um, so this was a, a another statement game by Kansas City. They've they put up a couple of these games where they, you know the Super Bowl or the run to the Super Bowl is gonna go through their house. So yeah, yeah, you 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 present a problem for them and they figure it out, man. They just figure it out. Uh, the, the, the Bills came into the game th- saying that you're not going to beat me with deep throws and, and I'm not going to be out of position where you're running all these 40, 50, 60 yard plays for touchdowns. And oh, um, uh, we, you'll have to run the ball. And the Chiefs was like, oh, thank you. We'll run the ball. And they run the ball to the tune of what, is, what was it? Like, like almost 300 yards or whatever, whatever it was. I mean, if, if they could do that to you throwing the ball where they, you know they could obliterate, obliterate the crap out of you and then you, you you back up and then you're like, well, you're not going to throw the ball and then they obliterate you on the ground. How do you stop that team? And now you bring Le'Veon Bell into the equation. I mean, come on. Is this fair? You know, I mean, it's ridiculous. So, you know, and, and we, we, know, we know who it is, man. Andy Reid is a, is a supreme offensive being <laughs> basically he's a hall of fame coach and now i mean you got two straight losses for buffalo is yeah. buffalo an elite team because they just lost to two of the best teams in the league right tennessee and kansas city yes so yeah. i i don't think i don't think i don't think it's good night for them yet i don't think because no, no. because you have to win understand the play yeah you gotta you gotta understand the teams they play against they played against you know they played against like you said Two of the better teams in the league. No, but now, are they in that class? That's what I'm now, saying. Are they? Now this is. Uh, they a the playoff problem. team, but they not yeah. ready to be an right. AFC championship team at this right. point. Gavin, right. I totally agree. I, I, think, I think. I think it. I think seasons. Grow, um, you know, good teams grow within seasons. Now, if if they could for you know take a perf- the, a performance like that now and grow, and then the next time they play a really good elite team. Low later in the season, they could basically fight, um, compete, or beat them. Then you could see that yes, then you could say, oh yeah, they are definitely in that class. But if if they remain the same and they and they don't have an answer for when teams or defenses show up and take away their gimmicky uh, run uh, game that they have right now, because that's what the issue is, in my opinion. All of a sudden now, teams figure out uh, stop them from running the ball, both with their quarterbacks and the running back, and force. Uh, Josh Allen to throw the ball. If 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 they can't throw the ball, then there's going to be a problem. And th- here's their next four games before their bye. They got the Jets this week, obviously, so that's a win. But then you got New England, Seattle, and Arizona. 
Sheesh. And Arizona's on the road with Seattle's at home. I mean, I don't think Arizona is that good of a team. I, um, I'm just, uh, that's just my opinion. I might be wrong. Um, I think they have a lot of def- deficiencies, uh, especially I don't think Kyler Murray. I mean, I know he's a dynamic guy, but I don't know if he's that kind of, you know, especially if going up against a Bills, a Bills defense that, that's very dynamic themselves. Uh, so, but those two games right there, man, that'll, that will definitely answer a lot of questions about if they relate or not. Yeah, and we'll definitely see as the weeks go by. In the last game, Cardinals 38, Cowboys 10. Hmm. <laughs> well, we talked a little bit about the uh, yes. Cowboy game. Uh, yeah, that was pretty ugly. I mean, their defense just cannot stop anybody. They literally just can't stop anybody. And the offense, you know, with Elliott with the two fumbles, that was just the beginning of the end right there. I mean, if he's not getting going there, taking a little bit of the of the pressure off of Andy Dalton, you know that that, that they were doomed, you know. And uh, yeah. they yeah. have major issues on offensive line because uh, they have now they have almost all new backup starters. So you could see the deficiency there. Um, they have they, they um, unfortunately um, Elliot had probably the worst game of his career with two fumbles that kind of just put the team behind the eight ball so early in the game. Um, and, and like you said, uh, if they, their defense is so bad that, um, that there's no real answer for, you know, they, I mean, what do you do? You know, so man, I don't know what they are, man. Uh, until if, if Andy Dalton could summon uh, somehow summon uh, Donald, um, I mean, Andy Dalton of, uh, of a few years ago and <laughs> kind of, <laughs> kind of bring back a little bit, a little kick into that offense. Maybe they could, uh, you know, do something. But at this point, I don't know what they're going to be. It, it, it was really bad. And with the talent around him, you would think he's going to he's gonna get going eventually. Um, that offense is just, I mean, look at the talent. We talk about Cleveland. This is another team loaded at wide receiver. Even that fourth and fifth wide receiver are pretty yeah. good for Dallas. <laughs> the guys that we don't even talk about when they can't. Yep. I'm like, Jesus, these guys are pretty good too. So, um, yeah, that team is just too loaded. They're going to score points, but that defense is just a mess. Um, I think it's just a matter of time before the, the DC gets uh, gets fired. We'll see. Sheesh. Great to, uh, before we go into week seven predictions, uh, player of the week for week six. You know what? I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to give you a stat first. Um, in the, uh, the, the Titans game, uh, they became the first team ever <laughs> to throw for 350, uh, have a guy throw for 350 yards and have a runner run for over 200 yards. Don't do it, Chris. So mine has got to be um, – it's got to be the running back. He was just way too good. Um, I always forget his name. Uh, Henry. Yes. Henry. Derek, Derek Henry was just unbelievable. And then he scored the winning touchdown in overtime, that long run. Um, he, he's my, he's my uh, player of the week. I, 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 I agree with you to a certain point, but you got to give Ryan Tannehill kudos there, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, holy crap. I got it. I, because none of us predicted this. No, his, nu- his numbers are ridiculous. Like he's on the on the on the level of some of the <laughs> best quarterbacks in the league right now, numbers wise. 
you know and 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 him on that on that on that on on one of those drives i think the one of the last drives where he was like you know four for four whatever the hell he was you know driving them back and there was no oh you know play action and all running the ball or nothing he was just flinging the ball all over the place in my opinion if he had his play his play is the reason why they're so good right now so i want to yeah shout out to uh ryan Tannehill definitely and i remember that we we used to tease and laugh at him and now look at him he's looking like a shining star <laughs> but, um, it's away from gates <laughs> exactly um my player of the week is um, got to go to Jimmy G uh, for a hell of a game, a uh, hell of a win, and also uh, Hilaire because Hilaire was the was that key, yeah. was the key yeah. to, uh, to give, giving that Chiefs a, a, a great win against a, a Bills defense. Um, Josh Allen was off his game that game too, but yeah, shout out to y'all too. Y'all definitely deserve it. Um, let's, go, let's go to the week seven predictions. Uh, the Thursday night game, the Giants against the Eagles. I got Philly. Yeah, I got Philly. Oh, definitely Philly. Oh, sorry, uh, Chris. Yeah. Um, could you give us the wins? Wins? Uh, wins update. Oh, oh, the update. update from last week. <laughs> well, yes. last week, you I told you you had that big win that helped you out, Davin, with the. That's oh. yeah, I'm about to say, but none. You know, most of my predictions wasn't the right prediction, so that's no. so go right ahead. No, you were good, like. Uh, last week, me and you had nine wins each, and Charmin had eight wins. And yeah, I was behind. So now the standings are I'm at 61, Charmin's at 58, and Davin is at 54. All right, that's not too bad. It's All close. Right. It's close. All right, uh, so let's get to Sunday's games. Um, Lions against the Falcons. Oof. Um... <laughs> I'm, I'm going with it. I'm going with the Falcons. They they came out of a a, a big win against the Vikings. I, I think I think they'll I think they'll come up with a win against the Lions here. Yeah, they're still a pretty talented team on offense, in my opinion. <clears throat> they had a few missteps here and there, but I probably a new coaching, probably a little bit of uh, a little different thing, doing things different is going to energize them. I choose Falcons. I regret this. Yeah, all right. I'll go with the Falcons, too. <laughs> got the Browns against the Bengals. Browns. Yeah, it's got to be the Browns. I don't think the Bengals are ready. I, 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 you know what? After that game, that uh, loss, they should have they should have beaten the Colts. I'm actually going to pick the Bengals on this one. Until so. Baker Mayfield can step it up, I ain't going with the Bengals. I did this all last right. year, and the Bengals won. So I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Uh, we got the Steelers against the Titans. Game of the Dang, week. What right a game. There. Game of the week. Crazy game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I, you know what? I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. I just – I like Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm going to go with them. It's going to yeah, be a I'm, great game, though. should be. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go – I'm going to go with uh, the Titans in this game. I think I'm going to go with the Titans as well. It's just – Man, it's going to be a tough game. It's going to yep. be a real tough game. Uh, Panthers against the Saints. I got to go Saints. Saints. Saints for me. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Saints as well. Uh, Cowboys against Washington. Holy crap. God, yeah, holy crap is right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Washington. Oh, man. 
Oh my God, I don't know if I can. This is so hard. I'm, I'm going with Washington too. And I hate that. I don't want to choose between neither team because they both garbage. But I'll go with Washington. I'm going to go Dallas. <laughs> I have to go different. I don't know. I know. All I'm right. Um, we got the Packers against the Texans. You got to go Green Bay. They got to bounce back. Yeah, Green yeah, Bay. I'll go with the Packers. I'll go with the Packers. Seahawks against the Cardinals. Ooh, this, should, this should be a good game, too. I think Seattle is going to win, but this should be a pretty good game. Yeah, Seattle, too, for me. I can't vote against my. Boy. I will. I will. I will. I will go with Kyle Murray on this one. I, I will pick the Cardinals to win this. One. All right. All right. Um, yeah, Chiefs right. against the Broncos. KC. KC. We got to go with the Chiefs. We be on Bell first game with the as the Chief. He, he's he's going to have a. He's going. We're going to watch out for Levy on Bell in this game. 49ers against the Patriots. Jimmy G coming back to the to the New England right so. I think he's gonna yes. have a big game. He wants to mm, show that yeah. he was wrong. I think Jimmy G is ready to bounce back. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm 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 with I'm with your way of thinking on this one, man. Definitely. Uh yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going um I'm going uh, 49ers. 49ers. Jaguars against the Chargers. Nope. Chargers. Gotta be Chargers. I'm 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 going with the Chargers as well. Um, Herbert is Chargers for me. He's been balling. He's yeah. Herbert been yes, balling. Yeah. They they have to find a way to just capitalize and finish games. But I think they'll finish this game. Jacksonville's not a good team. You know they they won their yes, first game. I agree. They beat the Colts, but they have, they're just not a good team. Agree. Buccaneers yep. against the Sunday night game. Buccaneers against the Raiders. This should be another good one too. I like Tampa Bay, but I, I think this is gonna be a tight game. Yeah, Tampa Bay for me. Yeah, I think Brady and numbers ready to uh ready to show show how elite this team can be. So I'm going with the Buccaneers. And then a good Monday night game. Bears against the Rams. Oof. Um Damn, this is gonna be tough. I'm gonna go Rams. I, I don't hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go Rams. This uh, this is a tough one for me. Yeah, this is a tough one for me, man. Uh, I'll go Bears because I think the Bears' uh, uh coverage scheme and defense kind of match well with what the Rams like to do. So I'm gonna go Bears. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with the Rams. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I'm ready to, to, to give in on Khalil Mack and them yet. I, if they beat the Rams, then I'll. Shut my mouth, but I'm gonna go with Aaron Donald and Ramsey, and um, hopefully golf will have a better game. Um, oh, and before we go, the Jets traded uh Jordan Willis to the 49ers. Uh, we don't have much details, but it just happened a few minutes ago. Uh, who? Inspector Jets, the clean ball house. Jordan <laughs> Willis. We don't know. I don't know. That's what it says. <laughs> Says linebacker Jordan Willis. I, that's who I said. Who I thought it was Jordan Jenkins, but it wasn't Jordan Jenkins. So that's it for our podcast. <laughs> Make sure that, First of uh, many. you follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Make sure you follow us on Twitter. We do this for y'all every week. Um, leave us reviews, feedback. Until next time, we're taking flight. Take flight. Take flight.